Listening Dog Media. World Premier Plays, exclusive to the pod play. Can you hear it? You can nearly taste it, can't you? That is an authentic pub atmosphere. We are here live from the Jolly Angler pub for something very special. We've got Mank Made Production presents George Best After Hours by John Ludden. It's a live play podcast. This is the first time we've ever done anything like this. And I'm recording this before the play. I've heard little snippets of them reading through it. It's a powerful play, and I think you're going to love it. It's starring Robbie Martin, Steve Everts, Trevor Dyer Lynch, and it's got music by Gaz Wellen of the Happy Mondays. So this thing is authentically Manchester. We're from a pub in Manchester, a pub that I would describe as looking like it survived more than the smoking ban. This pub, it's got bare brick walls, it's got pictures of George Best upon the on the walls and like it's got um, it's got for some reason a Man City FA Cup finalist and then loads of pictures of George Best confusing but it just loves Manchester this pub screams Manchester it's proper proper authentic so we will be having a, a chat with the cast very soon and yes you will be able to hear the play in its entirety in a pub atmosphere on this podcast so I'm joined by it's Trevor Trevor yeah and yeah. who do you play in the play I play uh, the Grim Reaper Yes. Gobbo. Gobbo. But it's stereotypical, isn't it? Do you think they so? call me Gobbo? Do you think? Gobbo is... I think they've just got your personality. Man. <laughs> I thought you were a bit more gobby than me, though. Well, yeah, but if they're going like, to call you Gobbo, because he's... Uh, I don't know why they call me Hanson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a bit out of order, that, to be honest. Yeah, what's your clown name, Steve? Uh, Charlie Canzone. Charlie Canzone. It was Charlie Fanzone first, but yeah. now it's Charlie Canzone. Oh, Kanza. Oh, yeah. okay. These are names could possibly all have connotations. Indeed. If you Indeed. listen to the play later That's on, right. it's, uh, Correct. Correct. it's a lot. There's stories and stories. You, you are. Yeah. yeah I, I saw a bit of the run through before, and it's uh, it's powerful. Uh, it's it is. Powerful. It is. Yeah. It's, 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 nice the subject right, matter. The subject matter is. Yeah. It is. And it's close because obviously you know what's happened to yeah. Jim at the end, bestie. You know what I mean? And it's that like the pathway story in it. The, the, the storybook just. Yeah. Follows his demise really and his struggles. It's good as well the uh, contrast between my character and Trevor's is a lot, obviously a lot more sinister and enticing to him. Where my my character starts off being flippant and then confesses kind of who he is. Uh, where he straight away is putting him on the spot to the zone, <laughs> straight on it, right on the yeah, right from nowhere to go. It's interesting that in a way the good the good well we're going to say clown for now um, is more deceiving originally. Uh, you're straight in and honest like this. That, is what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah my, my, my character was a bit of subterfuge to draw him in and then he comes clean, whereas Trevor's straight away, he's in there with the vodkas and have some of this straight away. Drink, no, no messing about that. Better, it's better with a large drink, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's sad, it's, it's sad, it's... Uh, yeah. It is a sad thing, especially when you know yeah. what's happened to him. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, mm. Mm. you know what I mean. Is it what attracted you to the play, by the way? What attracted you um, to do this? The subject matter, yeah. John's writing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, just that the, the battle between good and evil in somebody's mm. mind, and as Trevor says, we all know the outcome of it. Yeah. Um, so you see this as sort of an internal struggle, well, yeah, yeah, outwardly. I do, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a great believer in the, like the philosophy that I follow. A great believer is like the biggest struggle we have. Every day is our minds. Yeah. It's not, and it's, and you know, people say, oh, it's this and that, but the, the secret is, if you get that secret, which a lot of us don't do, is that you've got to control your mind, not let yeah. your mind control you. 
yeah. and, the, and the thinking the scenario like this where you've got vodka in front of you <laughs> and it's so enticing it surely have it it's out of it or just have one one litre two litre three before you know there's a bottle you know I think that's in many in many scenarios not just alcoholism do you yeah, know what I mean? it's a lot of things. It's all within the mind, like all these disorders. Like alcoholism is a, obviously it's a disorder, and it's something yeah. that like it's tackled here. It is all in the mind, so it's nice to see in a way it's spoken openly yeah. about such a, a big figure, um, and it's really powerfully portrayed. There's, there's, there's no, there's, it's fully honest. There's, it's soul bearing stuff. Absolutely, really. yeah, of course, yeah. Mm, absolutely, I think like Steve said, it is that thing about what's good and what's bad. Do you know what I mean? We all have, we all have those, you know. Yeah. <laughs> things within us do you know what I mean at the end of the day it depends how you put it mm. but it is, it is about it's, it's very hard I think the battle is to control your mind yeah. do you know what I mean and little man on your shoulder innit do it do it no no do it no no so when it comes because this is interesting obviously because this is a play but it's being performed on a podcast uh, how do you approach that differently from say if you're using like if it's more physical in the theatre well I think the, 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 the thing is again it's about the language you use do you know what I mean? Intonation in your voice, etc., etc. Because you've got to set it up for the people who are listening. So yeah. we look at it, although it's a podcast, but in inverted commas, a radio play. Yeah, yeah. Would you say, Steve? You've got to colour it a bit more uh, verbally, I suppose, to make up for the lack of visual. Yes. Yeah. Having said that, this is going to be in a pub with live drinkers in it, so yeah. it might be interesting about background sound and stuff like that. I, I mean, I hope people listen to it and tune in and somebody's not just rabbiting away in the background about <laughs> yeah. Love Island or something you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean but it's right though isn't it so I think for us as, as, as professionals as actors yeah it is that's a test for us as well yeah I mean any, 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 any part you do is a test it tests you your, your ability but like I say to, to be within this forum yeah. is completely alien to us yeah as performers and they've also you've got to remember the radio it's like there you go so can you imagine that yeah. halfway through it's like oh yeah, it's guitar. and then someone shouts something out loud yeah. then the, the dynamic changes doesn't it yeah. the rhythm I hope, changes I hope nobody smashes the glass because everyone goes hey! yeah. it's the law <laughs> that's the law if you don't do that no. you get bad it's breaking the fourth wall a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. do you think the atmosphere in a way that the fact that we're in a pub does that help you to get more into these characters or is it well, you've got to channel it out I don't think I've really done anything like this before no. because if you're doing theatre then people are going to watch that piece of theatre they pay the money they sit down and they're quiet and hopefully switch the phones off this is in a pub and it's yeah. a working pub so people might just come in off the street yeah. it might be a hen party passed by who knows mm. uh, that's going to be a sort of a challenge that we just have to deal with that if and when it happens uh, and as so before if you're on a radio play then you're in the studio and you've got silence you've got sound effects and everything yeah. this is different altogether I don't think I've done a, a live podcast that's going to be put no. out with all the sort of grunts and groans in it if you like yeah. it's a tester it's a tester it's a tester it's so I, best of luck to both the clowns then I appreciate it bring on the show we got a nice one thanks <laughs> cheers, thanks mate. so much cheers cheers for the chat so we're about half an hour before the play kicks off. As you can see, it's pretty busy already, and I'm joined by John, John Ludden, who has written the play, and Robbie. I'm really sorry, I've forgotten your last name. Martin. Martin. Yeah. Okay, Robbie Martin. 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 Robbie Martin, who plays George, the main character, George Best, in the play, and. Uh, 
just, just give us a bit of the Irish tones, Robbie. Just give us those. Just say um, something amazing. Hi, I'm Robbie Marlon. I'm playing George Best. Uh, very excited to be here in the lovely Jolly Angler, and it's got the best pint of Guinness I've, I've tasted in Northern <laughs> England. So um, get down here if you're ever in the city. Yeah, the Jolly Roger. I mean, why this? Uh, why this pub, John? It was. Is the guy's doing the music tonight? Gaz Whelan, yeah. the Monday's drummer, he's doing the acoustic. Yeah. He, he used to come in here for years, and yeah. he, he just said it. He got it, and he said that he loved the George Best book, mm. and he just started. Be, he just got this crazy idea. I'll sing some songs. Yeah. You guys do some readings out of the book, and yeah. we'll tape it. And it started off with just this little idea, you know, and all of a sudden everything's just got blown out of the portion. Uh, so now we've been, it's been filmed and it's like you guys are here, it's mm. the pub's packed and we've got George Best. Yeah, we do. And the thing is, obviously, because it's on a podcast, it's lost, but uh, Robbie's got a great bit of a, a beard going on. It's, it's sort of George Best in the later years. You've got your hair out. You're really yeah. channeling this bar. I love it. Yeah, I have, I have to profess, I, yeah, I've been drinking more than usual recently just to get myself <laughs> in the character. Uh, but, you know, all for the all for the, the role method acting, you know. Yeah, John was worried I might go missing this morning. Um, <laughs> I was half tempted to stay out last night and go on a massive bender in London but I managed to get the free yeah, up from just, Houston this just morning just to get those raspy tones yeah, yeah. exactly exactly. so are you a, are you a George Best fan are you a United fan or you yeah I actually am a United yeah. fan um, yeah the, I sort of grew up with the 90s team and like yeah. loved them I didn't but really I'd seen tapes of George Best but um, it wasn't until I'd sort of I was trained as an actor and I thought about roles I could play in it's actually I was more interested in George Best the man than George Best the footballer so I think that's what people really find interesting is why someone so naturally talented would destroy themselves like that and that's what I find really compelling as an actor would be to try and tell that story so um, yeah it's, it's, it's a, it's it's a really interesting as well, role Jack. It's, yeah. it's when I, as soon as I spoke to Robbie and his, his passion for Georgie Best it just shone through Yeah, and I thought I'd take a chance and I sent him the, the play I said would you be interested in it because uh, I could just when I mean I'm passionate about stuff like this but yeah. when you're speaking to someone who you find is equally passionate if not more you get a buzz don't you you get a real you, you connection get a buzz, well, yeah. you, you get a connection people don't look at you like oh. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know what you're yeah. talking about you know they get it mm. and we did the running center. we did the run through tonight and yeah. with Trev and Steve and I knew straight away as soon as they heard him they both kind of looked up hard. how did it feel because obviously this is your creation it's come to life before your eyes and like how does it feel like to see it to hear it or, or like your words being spoken in that way it's fantastic because you, you see you see them written down as, as much as you read them they, they don't come alive no. but when you get people like Steve and Trevor and our, our Georgie boys are right today Robbie <laughs> I, I, he's just nailed it and you can tell even in the running that he's read this and he's read this and he's researched it yeah. and it's magical it is it's magical because they come alive mm. the words come alive and the, the story comes alive and we've got Gaz Gaz Whelan his acoustic guitar and he just gives it that feeling just that there's a tone there's a tone there's a that he brings through yeah. Manchester 1970 mm. 2 o'clock in the morning 
on Bridgewater. Yeah. You know. I don't think this place has changed much since 1970, <laughs> yeah, so it certainly gets you. No, it hasn't. <laughs> saying this, I think that wallpaper... rearranged the beer, man. It's probably worth a lot now, is it, really? People want that wallpaper. I know, I might be putting a few of these photos in my bag for tonight. The landlord's been great. He's been absolutely brilliant, Ray. He says, yeah, you can have you can have the pub, you can, you know, just basically don't burn it down. Okay. I mean, he's going to hate the end scene, not to spoil it, when George sets fire to everything. Right, ends the bar. So he's, you know... I'm sure it'll be fine. So, Robert, how are you finding it? Doing a... It's... Well, no, none of us have ever done this before. It's a live no, podcast yeah. in a pub. So it's sort of like, we're basically taking yeah. a radio play and we put it in a live audience. So how are yeah. you finding that as a challenge? Um, I think it's okay, because when you're used when you're doing a play, you'll always do a read-through of the other actors. And I guess it's kind of like easier because you kind of know you can't be cut at this stage. <laughs> so it's not like George, John's not gonna find, he's not going to find another, talking, another George Bess at, at the last minute. So I know I'm, there, because I'm, I'm pretty happy. sure I'm ready to step up at any point right yeah. now. Oh. <laughs> they've nailed it they've yeah. nailed the play but if, yeah. if anyone does go offline you just, just keep going yeah yeah. yeah and it, it won't go offline you've got it but I think yeah you've got, your, you've got your script there you're sitting down you're relaxed it's not as much pressure as say a first night when you're going on stage in front of people and you know something might go wrong there's nothing really can go wrong here so it is it's quite a, an easy gig well, you've covered anyway if, yeah. the, other, like, the other guys they cover each other anyway and, mm. we've got professionals uh, in John we've got all of us we're professional we're ready for this and I'm excited to see this in its full glory with Gaz supplying the the soundtrack what and a cast oh, what a cast I, well we've got to so thank you for yeah. that I mean you overlooked me but that's fine uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't that, know how it's come I just kind of like it, it reminds you of Bill Brenner getting the Magnificent Seven together anyone he asked doesn't it mm. I mean you've you, know, you must have written something that's like connected people it's looked, nice I think they just like the story I think they just mm. everybody loves George Best I think it was the idea of putting it on in a pub, which also helps. Yeah, because you know, who doesn't love a pub? It's just different. I don't think, we've never seen it be done, have we? I don't think. Mm, yeah. No, it's different. Yeah, well, thanks so much for chatting to us, and uh, best of Cheers. luck with the, the authentic... What could go wrong in a pub? Now it can go uh, wrong in a pub. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Take care, mate. Thanks so much. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. It's, uh, it's about 15 minutes till the play is kicking off. The atmosphere's, as you can hear, physically... It's like it's packed yeah, now, yeah. the pub. Loads of people, 2,000 yeah. people I heard last. 2,000 people 2, in here. <laughs> I've got these on because they're bisexuals. They're not bifocals. Freudian slip, Freudian slip. Did you ever play Nebworth? Oh, I don't know what that is, what's that? Nebworth, Nebworth. Don't know Did what you play that? Is it a race course or something? Yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing. Anyway, I, I should on. jump in right now and just say I'm joined. It's not just me just putting on voices. I'm joined by uh, uh, Gaz of the Happy Mondays. And uh, Paul, I suppose you're producing this technically, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's everything. That's why it's all going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gaz, what attracted you to be doing the music and the soundtrack for this performance? His, his brother. John. His brother, yeah. yeah you spoke to John. So yeah. you to, it was your idea to do this pub as well, was it? Yeah, we were just going to be a little bit of a, you know, drunken, you know, like night, you know, like you do, yeah. oh, like you did do, you know, at one point, <laughs> uh, you know, when the minds are open, mm. you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and then he's, he, and then he's very professional, his brother Paul here, yeah, and he, he's, he's become something else, but yeah. And same way, we and John always speak about ideas and the Salford Sioux thing we, we spoke about for a while. He did his last play, which is brilliant. Yeah. But I live in Toronto, so I didn't get, I wasn't here for that, so I missed that. My folks went and said it was brilliant. So See, we've just been speaking to Aki for a long time, though, haven't Yeah, you? a few Online. years, yeah. We've been talking about doing books, audio books, and doing music and doing mixing music with, with the stories instead of. Yeah. You know, like, 
It's a, you know, it's kind of weird because books now people haven't got an attention span, so audio books going more popular. What did you say? <laughs> Probably because. <laughs> it? So it's like because you know, <laughs> no, keep it coming. Uh, so audio books going more popular. So maybe we should mix audio books with yeah. acoustic interludes, like like a play, but audio, but like a Radio Four thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't think Radio Four do many of their shows. No, from I, the don't, I don't think we you get the engine there. there. No, they never do. There's a, there's a guy from. Uh, I'm not a fan of Guns N' Roses and I've got a story about them as well but, uh, oh, wow. well, Axel Rose boy that's another story um, he, he indicated that Axel Rose is either quite short or has well, a he's a singer but he's even short for a singer you know I mean, they're, they're all short how, how tall do you have to be for a singer you have to be under 5'7 to be successful is that true there's the odd few that slip through wow there's the odd few that slip through but if you're over 5'7 you're going to struggle but Elvis was 5'11". He did all right. He did all right. He's still doing all right. All, all, the, Beatles, all the Beatles, apart from Ringo, were 5'11". So, you know... Ringo's not really a... You don't think he's real? No, he's not. He's not really. What does Ringo do? What great boy. He just says, peace, voice, he says peace and love, peace and love. Peace and love now. all the time. I just yeah. sign yeah. autographs. No. Yeah, yeah. He said, didn't he announce it that he signed his last ever Stop. autograph? Yeah. Because he's focused on saying peace and love, peace and love. Yeah, he just says oh, all wow. the time. Yeah. So but he's got a great voice. Mm. He used to sing okay. with boy. Yeah, yeah, boy singing with him. But he's a Tory. He's brilliant. Was it Ringo who did Thomas the Tank Engine? Yeah. 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 There we go. That's there where go. his career peaked, really. Different age group, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, Thomas the Tank Engine. That was Ringo's best stuff. So, you're pretty busy as well. Like you've had to put a lot of time into this too. It's like vision, yeah. create some music for it. So, what what about this sort of play? What about the, the subject matter? Really, did you connect with? Uh, well, I was a kid. I didn't see Georgia Best, but we all know the story, you know. And uh, when I come over, because the band now are just a kind of, you know, we just uh, we're just milking, uh, you know, we're fucking a dead horse. Yeah, we're fucking, you know, <laughs> we just just, uh, you know, we're just doing, you know, and it is, it's just, you know. We're just doing the old kind of... Because uh, you're in Sheffield on... Is it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. So you, you're pretty busy. Somewhere. Like, Saturday, we're busy. We're doing tours. Oh, yeah. You know, we do, you know I'm, I'm not complaining. It pays. And, you know, I'm not complaining about that, but... Pays we get, to pursue your passion. It pays everything. You know, yeah. I, I, we get... We earn more now than we ever did. That's the irony. But <laughs> I, get, I get, you know... And drums wasn't my original instrument. I just ended up playing drums. So I get loads of time. I, can't, I live in Toronto, so come here. I've got loads of time off. Yeah. So I play my guitar and do my songs and then that, you know... I'm Bob Dylan and Leonard Cohen in my kind of heroes. So John was on that. And he said, "Well, Bob Dylan, John, and, and Bob Dylan and uh, Leonard Cohen sort of thing would be perfect for this car. So I'll do that." And he had these couple of songs floating around for it. And John said, "Oh, it's a script." And I read it. And I was like, "Oh." Come on, the lyrics are really related. It helped me finish the song. If we just oh, change great. Brown to just Clown. Clown. <laughs> Clown yeah. We did it. It was yeah. actually, that song was called The Devil and Mr. Brown. So it's just Mr. Clown. Oh. It was already, so it was a load of coincidences. And he was just... What the music Behind sakes, the curve. Yeah, you know, I just have like, ideas floating around. You never get yeah. to... And he just give me a subject matter to focus on and get it finished. So how you channel it more? So you, have you really enjoyed doing this? Something you want to continue doing for you know other what? performances? It's easy than working a band. Yeah. Really? Really. You know, it's a nightmare working a band. You imagine it? Yeah. It's just a night, and then doing stuff. The music industry is horrible. It's like you know what it's like now. It's things times have changed, but so we're getting involved in doing this and working. You hear the actors when you like, you read the words, and you hear the actors, proper actors, and the producers, yeah. and the producers amazing as well. Amazing. You know, beautiful yeah, yeah. producers, yeah, beautiful people, <laughs> and it's just amazing. You know, it's just it's just you know. 
I've known Spud here for a while. Now. He, he starts talking, it's like... It's amazing. It, it, it comes off the page. Like, it's amazing, you know. The phrase I didn't understand till I saw the read-through, I and mean, then you're seeing them... They are reading it, but yeah, it, makes a it, massive it, it's difference. huge. It, it, it impacts. You, well, you on, feel on, it. On Monday Definitely. night when we did the read-through, we had Cy reading it. And he was, eight, and he was, you know, I didn't stop saying ace. I'm nearly fifty, um, and he was, and he was great. Um, but yeah, listen to Robbie read it in his in his Northern Irish accent. Oh. It's just because that's what it is. He you know, there's a lot, there's it, a lot of pathos he? in it because everyone knows what happens to George in the end. Yeah, and this was, a, you know, theoretically a, a choice that George had and. He thought he was making the right choice, as it turned out. Mm. As soon as he Steve speaking, I was just like, you know, that, you know, he's, yeah. it, it, yeah. you know, you don't really know what acting is until, you know, even although, though... Although today, they put an extra fucking in the, uh, yeah. you know, it's not in the script. Who did? Steve put an did extra it? fucking in the script, yeah. Because he's got a drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put an extra fucking in the script. Yeah, because he's got a drive. Anyway. So are you finding this easier as creative freedom then? Because it's obviously just you channeling you know into what? it. It's, it's easy because you've got like, you know, when you write songs, like when we did, we did the money song, we used to sit around and write between a few of us. Yeah. So you, it's kind of like you all have different ideas of what you want. So when you're on your own, you have ideas, but you sometimes need help. And then so you can picture something. It's really easy. So sometimes when I write, I write watching, I'm reading a book or watching, so I don't want to tell the books, they're a, bit, they're a bit too deep, you know, a bit arty, but reading books and watching films and something, you get the ideas. Yeah. So it's easier this because someone's writing it for you and you just... You, you, you're just adding to, like you, yeah. you've, you've, you know what the atmosphere is going to be you know, like you're creating you're just adding your different texture to it all you know what I mean it's, it's, it's I love it I love it you know I love I love film all the arts but I'm no good at any of them music's the only thing I can do I'm rubbish I, can, I, 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 I never want to be an actor well it's like Johnny Marr's gone into soundtracking and stuff like that of films and I it's I Johnny in Toronto yeah. well in London Ontario about a month ago he's name dropping I'm name dropping Johnny <laughs> name dropping but I'm all mates and I went to see him and, you know, and he was talking about that he said he loves it because he gets a break but he loves everything he loves touring he, all he wants. does he run a, run a marathon a day or something like that he runs too much it's not good for you I eat a marathon a day marathon's only a snicker I get Snickers a day. Showing your age. Yeah, yeah, showing your age, yeah. He doesn't drink off what, but he drinks too much coke. He drinks like three cans of coke and he comes off stage. Oh, that's bad, that. Did you do that in the Mondays? Did you do a lot of coke in the Mondays? Apparently, yeah. Popping cans left, right, and centre. But no, it is true. When you go old, you want to do something different. You know, doing an album tour, it's all great, but you want to do other things and probably other arts you've always loved but I could never be an actor I don't want to be an actor no. I don't. I could never want to or, or you know paint or anything like that but you would love to get involved in it it's like honestly when, you read, when, you read, when I was young I used to read people like Leonard Coyte I wrote this uh, this song looking at this painting you know looking at a, looking at a, it was just one of his paintings his famous he liked anyway whatever yeah. Turner, he was in Turner he loved Britain because yeah, yeah. so, his family were Britain I love looking at Turner right now like fucking bit pretentious and then when you get old you're like alright oh, I know what he yeah. means now I get what yeah, it's still a thing. It comes with age. Yeah, definitely. So, would you never? Obviously, at the moment you're touring with the Mondays. Is any of the stuff you're writing? Have you ever taken it and been like, let's do some new stuff with them, or are you putting it all into your own? If we don't, we don't get. We argue too much. It's like the Carry On team. <laughs> yeah. No, we just we can't agree on. No. A couple of us can't, then someone else can't. Who's can. the common influence in, in the band? Is it is it Bez? Bez, we never, Bez doesn't get involved in songwriting, so we don't see Bez. So he's I don't think calm. he gets involved in the human race, He doesn't get involved in anything, he's just Bez. Is there a maraca in it? Let's get no, it. No, he, he doesn't even. He's Bez is Bez and he doesn't change. You know, he, was, yeah. he was a few years above me at school and he was like that then, <laughs> you know, in the 80s. He uh, if you're on a desert island, right, with the rest of the Mondays, and you can only keep one of them, 
Paul Rudd is and my And the rest friend. of them, the sharks swimming around the island, so when you put them out, you know they're going to die. But even who's the best who survivalist, though, as well? Like, You've got to consider that, too. But Paul Rudd is the laziest man on the planet. So you'd be doing the work. Oh, well, he's, we're like, we're like, you know, you know <laughs> we're going to be like them, so, you know, what, what's he called from... Uh, Chuckle Brothers. Well, some people have said <laughs> that. This. People have said that. It's not that good. What they call, you know, Thingy uh, Britain, Little Britain. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the one that... Like, yeah. Oh, that, that's that two. one. That one. Yeah, what's yeah. he called there? Uh, Andy and... Andy and... He's got, oh. he's got a great name. The other guy's got the Andy best name. Andy and Lou. Andy and Lou. Lou. We Andy and Lou, you know. But Paul Rice, the laziest man on the planet, he didn't walk till he was four. His wife his wife put that <laughs> app, on it, app on his phone, you know, steps for a day. Yeah. And I went round, because Paul Rice is showing his mum live because they're open my mum. I went round the other day and he went, look at that. 24, uh, in, in 24 hours he'd walk 36 <laughs> steps. <laughs> and he said, that's because they have to go outside for a smoke. <laughs> in a way, it's impressive. He's never sweat. He's never. He's never. His heartbeat. So he's never raised his heartbeat in his life. He's unbelievable. I think some things must, must have raised his heartbeat at some point. No, he's a <laughs> he's a calmish man. But he's that. He's, you know, he's been made from when we. They're all older than me. I was the youngest. Yeah. So when I joined, I was just, just leaving school. Yeah. So I kind of learned from their mistakes. So I never got involved in all. You know. But, yeah, yeah. But Paul was my friend. Right now. I, I had some good some fun, fun yeah. time watching him. <laughs> you know, I was. I you know. I had my moment. Oh, brilliant. Well, I think um, I'll let you guys get ready because the plays are going to begin in yeah, a moment. Yeah, I'm doing anything, man. I'm so, sitting there watching it. I need to write exactly. some lyrics down. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Cheers, Cheers, man. Cheers, guys. The Pod Play.